Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You know, we have just had an amazing year. It has been some serious black girl magic happening all over the country, but especially in the state of Minnesota. Claire Verbeaton is one of three black women who made history when they were elected to the Minnesota Senate. No black women have served in the Senate for 164 years of statehood. That is a travesty all in itself. That we would have to wait this long to recognize the brilliance and accomplishments of black women, but no more. Today is a new day. And on this day, on this show, uh, Senator-elect Claire Verbaden is joining us on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Claire, it is such an honor to have you here. Oh, thank you. It's so great to be with you. And I tell you, um, I have just watched your work in community, um, in partnership with folks out on the front line making a difference. How do you go from making a difference to making a decision that you are going to run for the Senate and make history? Yeah. Well, I always, you know, talk to folks about my family and my parents and just being really rooted in public service. It's what I have seen uh, my parents do their whole life mm-hmm. serve our community. You know, my dad, retired public school teacher. Uh, my mom is owns a small cleaning business. She's been cleaning on the front lines throughout this pandemic. Uh, we're fighters. They taught me when you, you know, see something going on in your community that's not right. Like you stand up, you fight for your community, you work to make that change. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of us who decided to step up and run were just mad, right? We are mad about the state of things. We knew that our communities deserve better. We want to see racial justice. We want to see a community that's safe for everyone. That's that's really why I ran. And um, people had uh, just kind of amazed me in the way that they came out and supported me and helped us get this work done so that we, not only that I get elected, right, but we, we won this trifecta of reelecting our governor and our attorney general and taking the Senate and keeping the House, it, it feels great. And I'm so excited about the work ahead. And you talk about that excitement. You can feel it. It's electric. Folks talk about it. Um, you know, when you say you can feel it, what does it feel like? What does it look like to you? Oh, I, I mean, just you can feel it, but I think seeing it is a big piece for me right now. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just see people who look like me who are in office, right? I, I keep telling folks, like, I'm so honored to be in this position, right, and to be representing my community. But even if I wasn't running, I would just be, like, so electrified by the people mm-hmm. who stepped up to run this year. And these young folks and these women of color, black women specifically, were going to the Senate, right? I'm like, mm-hmm. they get me. You know, they understand yeah. what I'm going through. They're going to represent 
you know, the needs of, of my family and my community. There's such an amazing um, cohort of, of freshmen going into the state legislature this year that it just feels exciting, right? It's just like, we're going in there. We're going to get this done. We've never had that, those voices represented there. And like, we're just going to get it done. Yeah, I had Erin Mayquay on the show um, in the last hour, and, you know, she was just talking about, you know, having a seat at the table. When they're having these conversations mm-hmm. about our community, somebody from our community is there. What kind of difference does that make when they're not just talking about you, but they're talking to you? Yeah, it it, it makes all the difference. I mean, Erin um, Mayquay is such a great example of, being a a black woman and a mother and everything she's experienced this year, like she will go in there and talk from her actual lived experience about maternal health, right? We're going to go in there. We're going to talk about how this is unacceptable that black women are, you know, two times more likely to die during childbirth. And we're Mm going to champion that issue. And we're going to look to the, to the, you know, Ruth Richardson and Esther Abadé and all these women in the house who've been championing that work as well. Uh, to to make sure that we're healthy and we can just, yeah. you know, live and survive and, and bring life into this world. I mean, it's really basic things yeah. um, and basic human dignity that we deserve and that we're going to fight for in the Senate. And it is so good for me to have somebody that I see because I feel like somebody has my back. You know, you don't even have to represent me. You don't even have to be in my district. But just knowing um, that somebody is there who looks like me, who has my lived experience, yeah. whose brush I can borrow. Uh, I remember one day being at CCO, and I'm like, I am out of uh, lip chap, and nobody has lip chap. I'm out of cocoa butter. There is no oh, cocoa butter. Does yeah. anybody have a brush yeah. I can borrow? You know what? Never mind. Never mind. Ain't nobody got nothing I can use. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's true. And it's like people are looking to us. You know, we, I, I feel like, of course, Ermey Quaid, Zayna Muhammad, you know, those of us that are going to the Senate, like, I think we really understand the needs of our community and our district and our, and our community said, yeah, we trust you to do it and go there and represent us. Um, but we, had, we do have to carry, I think, a lot of the, like, hopes and dreams and that responsibility for black women at large across the state, uh, for the black community at large across the state. Um, And I, I take that, you know, really seriously and feeling like we have a duty to represent these communities um, beyond our district as well. We're doing that work for the entire state. Yeah. Now, what is going to be your platform? You know, Erin talked about um, childhood hunger in schools and, you know, how she is going to work to partner with school districts to champion that because you can't learn if you're hungry. Uh, you know, no. what is going to be your platform? Yeah, I I ran really uh, to advance racial justice, to build a community that's safe for all of us. And, I, and the district where... Um, where I live and where I grew up includes Falcon Heights, where Philando Castillo was shot and killed um, six years ago by the police. And that issue just is um, on my heart always. It's kind of my mm-hmm. guiding light of mm-hmm. this cannot happen anymore. I started here and then, you know, we all saw how George Floyd's murder in Minneapolis rocked our whole world. 
And yeah. it's something that our state is unfortunately becoming known for. So mm-hmm. I think the there's the police accountability work and there's the reforms that need to happen there so that there's trust between you know, law enforcement and the communities that they serve. And I absolutely want to be um, championing work in that space. But I think it's so much more than that. You know, when I was out on the doors and I asked people what would make you feel safer and, and what do you need, they, they said, I want my kids to have good schools. Right? Mm. Like you just said, I, I, our kids can't learn if they're hungry, right? We need fully funded schools. People yes. said, I want to be able to afford where I live. I want yes. to have... Um, to be able to pay rent. They said, I, I want to be able to pay, uh, I want to be able to access healthcare, you know, to be able to go to the doctor and get good care, be listened to and heard and believed when I'm in pain, right? So it, it's, I think those are issues of safety too, having affordable ha- healthcare, having affordable housing, having good schools, um, having clean water and air that we can access. So I will be looking at all of those issues as issues of racial justice because the disparities are so deep here because um, we we just can do so much better for you know communities of color and, yeah. and black Minnesotans specifically. Well, I can't thank you enough for taking some time to chat with me today. Uh, Minnesota Senator-elect Claire uh, Verbaden is joining me on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. It is such an honor and a privilege to talk to you, and I cannot wait to see what amazing things you will do next. We are all cheering for you. Oh, thank you so much, Shaletta. It's so great to be on, and thanks for the work that you do to lift up our communities and our voices and our stories. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.